My name is Kana. Hi, my name is Rachel. And today we are talking about the Max Research Scholarship.、Um, we published an article about it this year on Tohugu.com, and it is a scholarship program where you can get a free master's degree in Japan. And we have a special guest today, the author of the article Max Research Scholarship How to Get a Master's Scholarship in Japan for Free, Emily. Hi, Emily. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily.、Uh, just a little bit about me. I'm currently the Japan category author on the Tofugu blog, where that article is. And I recently got my master's in Japan through the MEX program, which you just mentioned.、Uh, my degree is in linguistics and cultural studies from Nagoya University. And I wrote my thesis on English loanwords used in LGBTQ plus and mental health activism on Japanese Instagram that kind of emerged in、mm. 2020. And so I was in Nagoya for two years as a student, and I just graduated and came back to the US about three months ago. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> <Okay> . <laughs> So, you said a lot of like interesting stuff in your <laughs> intro. I'm glad、mm-hmm. you think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got your master's degree in Japan for free through the MEX program, which we'll be talking about today. Yes, I sure did.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, you studied linguistics and cultural studies?、Um, Correct. And your thesis was like English loan words used in LGBTQ plus mental health activism on Japanese <laughs> Instagram. That's like that sounds in. Really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's certainly a mouthful. Yes,、mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a super interesting topic, I think. Yeah. English loan words used in. Okay, so can you give us an example of what an English loan word used in that community on Instagram is like? Sure. So there's sexual minority or sexual、mm-hmm. minority、mm-hmm. um, that's used in like katakana, and that shows up a lot. It's like, it seems to be. Like one of the main, main words that、uh, LGBTQ plus people use to describe themselves and like talk about activism related things, especially on social media.、Um, oh, there's、cool. also、okay. Seiteki Minority, which、mm. is kind of a mishmash of kanji and katakana, which I also wrote about, like those kinds of hybrid loan words, which is also really interesting.、Ah. Do they ever shorten those? Like I know in Japanese, a lot、Sekumai. of times. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You、it's、know what's up. Easier、yeah. time. Yeah. That's like a Japanese like idol group or something. Sekumai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.、Uh, I think I know what you're talking about though. Like the Instagram account. I don't know if there's、mm-hmm. like one particular one or you're like you mean like a few ones, but I know one that's uh called Blossoms or Blossoms. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, blossom the project. Yeah, yeah.、Um, I, oh, I wrote about I、like、her.、Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wrote about her and some other big ones, and also the Instagram accounts of some like official、uh, organizations that do advocacy and activism, like Marriage for All Japan and stuff, and Equality Act Japan,、mm. that are also on Instagram. So like, it's kind of a mixture of those two things. Oh, oh、okay. nice. Yeah, that's super、cool. interesting. Like everything happened in twenty twenty. 
Yeah, I actually came into Japan, into the MEX mm. program, with a totally different idea. <laughs> the only thing that was similar was loan words, and everything else changed in 2020. But, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> like a few months before my thesis was due, I changed my topic. <laughs> well, but it's still like timely and, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got it done. Yeah. eventually, it's 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 flexible. Yeah, Max mm-hmm. is is pretty flexible. Yeah, so um, I guess Max gives you like an opportunity to like research on whatever you're interested in. Right? Is that right? Oh um, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. You come in with your own topic, basically. So to listeners, uh, would you explain what? I guess what it stands for, like Max sounds kind of cool, <laughs> but like what it stands for and what it what is Max Research Scholarship? That's a great question, Kanae. So Max is an acronym that stands for the Ministry of Education, Culture, Sports, Science, and Technology in Japan. And they just give out a bunch of different scholarships. So there's ones for undergrad, ones for graduate, uh, ones for technical school, all kinds of stuff. Um, mine was the next research scholarship, which is what I wrote the article on, mm. which lets you do grad school in Japan. So a master's, and then if you want to continue it on to a PhD, then you can. Um, and the cool thing <laughs> about it is that it covers all your tuition. So you're basically just hanging out in Japan for free doing a grad program. Um, and the yeah. way that you live, <laughs> the way that you afford to live like that mm. is that it includes a living stipend every month of about 140,000 yen or approximately like 1200 to $1,300. So oh, wow. nice. that's kind of fizzy though, right? <laughs> so you get, yeah. you get like, so you don't pay tuition or anything. No. You no. get money <laughs> to oh, yes. live off, right? <laughs> yes, you sure do. Yes. And then go to school for cool. free? Yeah. That's fishy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fishy and yet somehow comes directly from the mm. Japanese prime minister himself. <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very cool. It's super cool. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Did you find that amount was sufficient to live off of in Nagoya? I, yes. I've heard Nagoya. I've never been actually, but I've heard it's um, one of like the more expensive cities to live in. Well, I, yeah, I did find it very livable, but um, my personal circumstances kind of allowed it to be livable. So mm-hmm. I like don't have any outstanding debt from undergrad, which a lot of people I knew did. So uh. um, anyone with like college debt um, to pay off in their home country, especially the U.S., uh, might have a bit yeah. of a harder time living off of that. And also right. um, in Nagoya, I kind of went to the realtor and was like, find me the cheapest place in town. <laughs> and so oh my, God. My, my, my rent was like $300 a month. No way. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was also kind of a, a hole, but... <laughs> well, um, did you see a ghost or was was there oh, like well, anything about it? it? Bit, <laughs> there, there were some bug infestations. Yeah. It was kind of underground. It was very mm-hmm. small. But honestly, like no regrets. I, I raked it in as a result of only having to pay $300 a month in rent. Wow. So it, it, was, it was all good. I survived. It was good. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like $1,200 in Japan, like in Nagoya, especially if you have a roommate or something, that's totally livable. 
right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most of the people I knew who were students lived alone, but mm. definitely if you had a roommate, that would be even more affordable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, it, the stipends don't kick in until a couple months in. So you have to kind of come with like, they recommend $2,000-ish of your own money to be able to like afford rent and everything and food before that. Um, But once the stipend kicks in, then you should be good. Okay. So there's just like that, yeah, that period in the beginning. Until around October. Mm. (laughs) If if you get there in September. Yeah. Mine kicked in at the end of October. Is that, is that when the school program starts too, September? Yeah, mine started in September. Um, I think okay. usually it's mm. either spring or fall. And I think usually like in Japan, things start in the spring. Right. right? But mm-hmm. um, if it, especially if it's an international program, like taught in English, I've found that mm-hmm. a lot of those allow you to come in in the fall as well. Mm. Because in the US, yeah. I graduated in the spring. So it makes sense to go in the fall. Right. Yeah. And then the one you took was the international one? Yeah, mm. it was it was all taught in English. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, there were some classes that were offered in Japanese, and I took some of those, but mm-hmm. you didn't have to. It was totally optional. Oh, okay. Even if you don't know much Japanese, you can come to Japan and like. Oh yeah, go to school there. for free. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. Mm. And are you allowed to do like arubaito, like part-time job, or? Yes. Um, I did hmm. like three arubaito, um, but you have to, <laughs> you have to like, yeah, three? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, for sure. <laughs> um, gotta, gotta afford those flights to Hokkaido. <laughs> um, oh, nice. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but to be able to do a part-time job, you have to have that little stamp on your Zaidu card, your residence card, um, mm-hmm. that lets you do a certain amount of hours per month or per Mm. week in a part-time job. Um, I think they, when you come into Japan, they Mm. asked me if I Mm. planned to do a part-time job so that they could give me that stamp. And I very stupidly said no. (laughs) Oh, so you had to ask for it? Mm. Yeah, I had to go back to the the DMV. What's it Mm. called in Japan? (laughs) DMV? Japanese DMV? Oh, yes, the place where they do is it like the, the administrative deport- stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I think customs. it's Nukan. Um, yeah. Or Nukoku oh, Kanri. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is in yes, Japanese. Exactly. Oh, no, English. The international <laughs> place where they give you the paperwork. Uh, immigrant <laughs> office? Immigrant? Wait, immigrant? Something? Immigration. I- immigration. Immigration. Oh, immigration. Yes. Yeah. We got there. We got there eventually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to hike all the way back to immigration like three times to get that stamp. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. Once, once you mm. get it, you're good. So if you are oh, asked, yes. then you should... It doesn't hurt for you to say yes. Like, are you planning to work in Japan? And yes, you should always my say recommendation, yes. you should always say yes. Don't pull a me. Don't be uh-huh. like me. <laughs> say yes. <laughs> yes, and then if you don't end, don't end up like working there, it's fine, right? It's fine. It's okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool though, mm. be- because I feel like these programs usually don't allow you to have work outside of school too, because they're paying you to be there. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. So that's pretty cool that you were able to work three jobs. I'm curious what jobs you did work there. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm <okay>. curious. <laughs> so I I 
as is mandatory for all native English speakers in Japan, I taught English yes. for a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, nice. to, and, and since it was Aichi, home of the car factories, it was at a car factory where they made like oh, car wow. parts. Yeah. So I taught oh. to like factory workers who were all like adult men oh, who were planning on moving to the U.S. Yeah. Oh, um, huh. that's super cool. Yeah. Hmm. I and thought you were going to say their kids for a second, but you talked to the factory <laughs> oh, right? yeah no. the adult yeah, men yeah yeah no they were all like middle-aged men mm, ojisan yeah. yeah oh exactly yes <laughs> so you taught english to yeah some ojisan and what are the other two <laughs> um and then i was briefly an interpreter for uh international students like in mm. my same master's program um like anyone who didn't speak japanese i would like follow them to the bank or the ward office or whatever and like oh. help them get stuff done um That's and cool. also part of that job was like native checking their master's theses so a lot of mm-hmm. mech scholars aren't native english speakers but they might be in an english program like mine was so i helped uh proofread and like copy edit their master's theses that they wrote in english mm. so that was part of that job yeah, kind of on campus, right? Mm. Exactly, yeah. And then the third one was writing travel and food articles for this, like, tourism website mm. about Japan. Um, mm-hmm. And I got to write, like, original stuff about, like, Nagoya and just kind of whatever I wanted sometimes. And that was really cool, cool and fun. Nice. Oh, wow. You can advertise <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> it's called Buy Food. You can read it or not. Yeah. It is up to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but those those were my three Baito. Nice. Wow. You have like you got work experience and that's that's good. I did. I somehow mm. didn't implode. Amazing. <laughs> Um, what else is good about uh, the Maxed Research Scholarship? That's a fantastic question. And the answer is that uh, mm. the government arranges and pays for your plane ticket to Japan and also your ticket home after you finish whatever program you're in, if you want to go back to your country and not just stay in Japan, which a lot of people do. Oh, okay. So oh, that's... Nice. yeah. That's yeah. I don't know if this is really <laughs> true because I wanna like <laughs> I wanna be doubts. on this like program. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, wild that not more people know about it. But yeah, yeah, I had yeah. never heard of it. So this is really cool yeah. to know about. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either, and I had been a weeb for years. <laughs> how, so how did you know? Like, how did you find out about this program? Um, my, uh, high school friend mm-hmm. randomly sent me a message that was a screenshot of an email that he had gotten from his university about the MEX scholarships. And like, if anyone wanted to study in Japan, then here was a good opportunity. And he's a total normie, like not into Japan at all. Mm-hmm. So he sent it to me <laughs> and was like, this sounds like more of an Emily thing than a me I thing. See. And it was. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So do you think that they get many applicants every year or do you think that not that uh, many people know about it still? I think, mm, hard to say because mm-hmm. I think it depends on location because usually you go uh, through the consulate or the embassy that's near you and mm-hmm. it depends on whether a lot of people know about it in that region or not. I don't think a lot of people know about it in Florida because at my interview at the consulate, there were only two other 
candidates there. So oh, it was wow. me and those two people. So I, I really, I don't think it's very well known. Maybe it's West my... Coast to be, com- I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but my I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. If I were in California, I probably would not have gotten it. <laughs> mm. But you, you should give it a try, right? Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wherever you are, it's worth a try. Mm-hmm. Do they have like a maximum um, in terms of each state? Do they have a maximum number of people that they let in? Or like, how does it work Ooh. every year? Does it change? Yeah, so I think it it depends on how big your consulate is and like how many people they're supervising in that region. Um, oh, okay. In Florida, there's one place mm-hmm. each year. So you're, everyone's competing for that one scholarship. Um, oh wow! In other places, it might be more, like maybe three or four, but uh, a lot of places I think only have one. Okay. I could be wrong. <laughs> one for research, one. Oh, oh, for for research, yes, yeah. And then um, I'm not sure about the other ones, like undergrad or training. Um, right. Yeah. But there's probably gonna be more for those two, I guess. Mm. Possibly, possibly. It, it's hard yeah. to say, but mm. maybe. That's information that one could look up. <laughs> I'm so, not sure. Right. So <laughs> was it your so, first try? The Yes. You got the, it wow. was my first try. Wow, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. I tried really hard. <laughs> oh, um, nice. But but like the thing about Mex is that um plenty of people take multiple tries to get it. And if mm-hmm. you don't get it on your first try, like it definitely keep trying if if you still want it and if you're still eligible. Um there is like an age limit um, of you have to be 35 or younger for the research scholarship when you're applying, I believe. Um, so, mm-hmm. but the age requirements kind of vary between each scholarship. Uh, so you might want to check that. It seems like it's 24 or younger for undergrad, 30 or younger for Japanese studies, which is a whole other thing. Mm. Um, but they, they change every year, so it's good to check those applications. I see. Guidelines. Okay. Yeah, we shouldn't be held responsible for <laughs> any no. information we say, like those like requirements oh, and God, stuff. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Double check Yeah, please. Yeah, we today we are just talking about like Emily's, you know, personal experience, experience. and yeah, I think right. it's yeah. gonna be helpful. Mm-hmm. So what do you recommend um in terms of the next research scholarship, uh, why do you recommend it? Yeah, so uh, the biggest reason is that you get a free degree and free tuition. Right. Actually, mm-hmm. I, nay, the biggest reason is that you get to live in Japan for free. Mm, <laughs> the yes. second biggest reason is that you get a free degree. <laughs> I yeah, see. I, yeah, I, I wasn't even planning on going to grad school, to be honest, mm-hmm. until I found out about this scholarship. And then I was like, yeah, sure. I guess I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that free master's. Uh-huh. Um, uh, another reason why I recommend the MEC scholarship is that uh, it makes you super independent. So uh, you basically have to do everything on your own um, from like the beginning of the application process to like actually living there and finding apartment and stuff so you will absolutely be forced to grow as a person which is a good thing right (laughs) um i i feel like i came out of japan three times the person i was going in Mm. (laughs) um yeah you gain a lot of skills and like 
uh, inner strength. And it's just a, a good, gritty, real experience. <laughs> like being a, an international student mm-hmm. with like no one who knows you <laughs> in that area. Um, it's, it's quite a growing experience. Um, so if you're interested in that, then I really recommend it. Mm, it's not like a um, typical exchange program where like for high schoolers or anything like that, you know, like you have the advisor or you might have the advisor, but, you know, I feel like maybe things would be more coordinated by like those adults. And for mm. you, it wasn't like that, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, Everyone has an advisor uh, mm. for their thesis, but it really, really depends on how hands-on your advisor is. Mm-hmm. I think I saw my advisor maybe three times throughout the whole two years. <laughs> <laughs> I met him once, I had him as a teacher, and then I saw him at the defense. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, it really depends on the vibe of your school mm. and your program and your particular advisor, um, mm-hmm. how much help you might get. Um, so it's it's really good to prepare yourself to be quite independent. Um, and also, I think I haven't done JET, but I've heard that sometimes in some regions they get like uh, apartments found for them or something, or like they inherit uh, hmm. places to live from other yeah, right. jet alumni or something something like that that happened with me where we were in subsidized housing and i the person who left before me um she'd left some of her stuff and i was able to like move in pretty easily and she gave me you know the, the lowdown on the apartment and the quirks and all mm-hmm. that um so yeah it's nice to have them the you know BOE organized board of education organizing it for me and I didn't have to worry when I got there like oh where am I going to stay you already had the apartment all set up but yeah, yeah it definitely depends on where you are and mm. your board of education and that sort of thing on the jet program because I know like for I think the Tokyo jets a lot of mm. them had to find housing when they got there so yeah mm. it just depends yeah for sure I, I found that at least in Nagoya with the Mech scholars that I knew, we mm-hmm. were all kind of like out on our own, <laughs> kind of like mm-hmm. a good luck buddy, uh, figure it out. So, I mean, we did. We were forced to figure it out, which is definitely like, a, again, a big growing experience that will definitely make you um, a stronger, more independent person. So, yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure Jet's a very big growing experience too. I don't think I could... Um, teach children so yeah I don't think I can do that either <laughs> that's true yeah mm. um just like more particularly I especially recommend applying to Mext if you meet certain conditions so if you want to live in Japan but don't want to teach English which mm. was me <laughs> um mm-hmm. if you're like financially stable enough to live off of like kind of a smallish to moderate stipend every month um Again, the people I knew who had like previous debt or like other outstanding circumstances ha- definitely had a harder time than I did. So it's definitely uh, up to your individual situation. Um, and also, again, if you're up for the challenge of like being a grad student alone in a foreign country, which can definitely be hard, but also is a great uh, experience. 
and um, you do have to write that thesis eventually. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good if you're and passionate enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing, that old thing. <laughs> um, it's it's good if you're passionate about uh, something or could maybe become passionate enough about something to write a really long paper about mm. it, which is, in fact, your thesis. Right. Yeah. I'm so, curious if I, it has mm. the thesis, if it has to be Japan related or not. I mean, probably many people. It doesn't have it, to be, mm-hmm. but traditionally, like, I think the conventional wisdom is that it's best to apply with a Japan related mm. idea, but it's mm-hmm. okay if you don't. I knew plenty of people whose topic was like either very tangentially related to Japan or sometimes not at all. Usually it was in some way, Um, especially if you're going into like a Japan related cultural or linguistics or something like that, uh, political Mm. studies program. But Uh if you're just going into like, I don't know, a STEM program that would be mm-hmm. maybe kind of hard to connect to Japan culturally. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure those people uh, have much less like ties to Japan in their thesis usually. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. I see. And <clears throat> I was thinking, so like you went on the pro- program 2020, which you 2019. know. 2019. Oh, 2019. <laughs> Is when you yeah. applied for it or you oh, went no, to no, Japan? No, um, mm. Okay, so I applied in 2018. Oh, okay. I went in 2019, September of 2019. Uh-huh. And I then see. I came back two years later. So yeah, you enjoyed pre-COVID era a little bit in Japan. <laughs> oh, a little bit. Little Oh, the beautiful days of pre-COVID. Yes, I remember that. Like six <laughs> months or so, yeah. Uh, it was like, um, yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. Four to six. <laughs> yeah. 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 I see. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because, you know, like, it's been kind of hard to, like, come to Japan for, you know, people outside of Japan right now. Like, mm-hmm. really, anyone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, ex- especially, like, exchange students even. But, like, those mm-hmm. uh, government-funded program, I think it's a better chance to enter Japan, like, during this global pandemic, right? Yeah, I think um, earlier in the pandemic, uh, New Mex scholars were kind of being forced to attend online and not come to Japan just because the borders were obviously closed. But Uh now that it's later in the pandemic, people have started coming in. Um, Some people that I tutored came in in 2020, like at the end of 2020 um, Mm -hmm. into 2021. So you can definitely get in depending on when you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) That (laughs) might not be true anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely yeah. possible. Um, but if you can't enter Japan, I believe you do kind of just attend virtually in your home country and um, not get the stipend because the stipend kind of hinges on you being it physically in Japan. Right. It's like a living stipend. Right. And you have to prove that you're physically there every month. So oh, you really? might miss out on that if you can't get in. Um, but if you can get in, uh, that's good. Mm. But um, regarding quarantine, if you can get in, uh, mm. recently 
I've been getting uh, a mech newsletter that kind of gives you the update on what's happening in the program. And apparently new students incoming are having to pay for their own quarantine accommodations, which they can't really choose. So there's mm. a fund for mech alumni to kind of help them out with that. Mm. Um, to pay for it since we didn't have to pay that expense. So uh -huh. that's definitely something to keep in mind. I'm yeah. not sure if that'll keep being true mm. in the future, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, that can be expensive. Like yeah, definitely. 14 days, right? So <laughs> yeah, it can be expensive. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I stayed at a hotel for two nights when coming back to Japan this year, earlier this year, mm -hmm. and then it cost me, it was like a cheap hotel, but it was also like, it didn't have enough space to open up a suitcase <laughs> even. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, oh, so no. if it's, if you chose like livable one, like mm -hmm. for like 14 days, I would totally choose something different and it's gonna cost probably more. And then mine was like 60, 70 bucks a night. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. So thinking about that, that's like two grand. Uh, I guess you said mm. that like they yeah. recommend. They recommend yeah, it's it's that. not gonna be enough. Like it's gonna be spent no. on the quarantine, and that's it. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely something to keep in mind if mm. you're planning on going during the pandemic, which who knows how long. Yeah. Things keep changing, so you should. Yeah. Yeah, but. Mm -hmm. I guess it won't hurt for you to try applying. Yeah, 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 definitely. And you can you can apply for financial aid through that fund um, that I know a lot of alumni are donating to. So you know that might help. It's time for Wanikani ad. Please don't fast forward through this ad because we don't want you to miss out this special announcement. If you don't already know, Wanikani is our kanji learning platform where you can learn 2,000 kanji and over 6,000 vocabulary items in little over a year. And the 2021 holiday sale of Wanikani is underway. It's a once a year opportunity to buy a lifetime account at 33% off. The regular price of Wanikani is $2.99, but if you purchase during the lifetime sale, it's only $1.99 plus any additional tax. So you'll save $100. And this sale lasts until January 5th, so don't wait too long. And the first three levels are free for you to try out. So if you haven't started, try the first three levels to see if it works for you. And if it does, please don't miss this opportunity. And today we have a special guest, Emily, who uses one in Connie and she'll tell you more about her experience. Yeah, so if you can believe it, I've been using Wanikani since the dark ages of 2012, since I was a wee 14-year-old child. So yeah, it's, it's been about nine and a half years, probably serving the Cravigator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's, it's definitely served me well in return. So You're one of our oldest members, like one of our... Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, I really hopped on it. Mm. Um, so I remember the day I actually first landed in Japan, the first time studying abroad in college. And I actually like distinctly remember standing on the train platform 
and kind of looking around and feeling like I could basically read everything my eyes landed on, which is crazy. Like the first day I was there, like mm. all the train signs and the vending machine copy and just anything. And remembering learning those kanji directly from Wanikani. Like that is an actual memory I have and am oh, rattling wow. fondly in my brain right now. It's really cool. Yeah, mm. we, we have Wanikani to thank. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, listen, there may be 803 reviews in my queue right now. But mark my <laughs> words, they will get done eventually. <laughs> and hey, that's the great thing about Wanikani is that you can, you know, take it slow, play the long game, the extremely long game in my case. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, just grow your kanji knowledge for as long as your little heart desires, you know, especially with that sweet, sweet discounted lifetime membership. So get on it yeah and if you have any questions feel free to reach out to us um probably me or one other member of the support team will get back to you and our email is hello at wanikani.com so happy holidays and happy studying so like um you apply for the mix scholarship because you are eligible right like yes what kind of like requirements like i am i eligible like for example like can i just go on the program great question can i unfortunately no you are not eligible oh oh drat yeah um so you have to be a national of a country where mech scholarships are offered and not a japanese national so my condolences (laughs) (laughs) Um, so consulates of Japan are kind of in most countries, I believe. Um, Mm. it says that about 65,000 students from 160 countries and regions around the world have studied in Japan on mech scholarships. So I believe that is most countries. (laughs) That's a lot of countries. It's a lot. It's a lot of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so your chances are good that you can apply for it. Good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many countries exist, but I bet... <laughs> I looked it up today. Yeah. I th- uh-huh. Google told me that it's 190. Okay, <laughs> okay, so like there's only 30 or so 30 then. countries. Mm, yeah, unfortunately. yeah. So as long as you're not in one of yeah. those 30 countries, then you're good. Mm. Yeah, definitely okay. check the website of your country's embassy of Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. Um, what else is the uh, requirement? Yeah, so there's that age requirement that I talked about earlier. And Mm. also you have to be uh, a university or college graduate who has completed at least 16 years of education. So basically, you know, K through 12 and undergrad. Mm. Okay. I see. So you're eligible, Rachel? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, actually, technically I'm eligible. That's true. Mm. Nice. Um, Yeah, maybe, probably I won't do it, but maybe in the future. (laughs) If yeah, I maybe. Would like to go to yeah. grad school, then mm. yeah, it's a good option. Yeah, doors yeah. always open until you yeah. turn thirty-five. So okay, <laughs> the clock's ticking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what was the application process like for you? Great question. So, uh, a lot of paperwork. Mm. Long, <laughs> a lot of paperwork. Um, yeah. so you have to write a really long, not a really long, a a whole research plan, which isn't as intimidating as it sounds. I didn't know what that meant 
when I mm. first applied. But um, there are plenty of examples that you can look up online from uh, Mexed people who have provided that. Um, you basically just say in academic language what you want to do in a very, very preliminary hypothetical um, context. So you're mm -hmm. writing this research plan two or three years before you'll be actually executing it. So right. <laughs> yeah, the, and they know that. They know mm -hmm. that uh, a lot of the stuff that you say might not end up happening just because of logistics and what is actually feasible when you get there. So right. it's a very preliminary research plan, just laying out what you want to do and how you hypothetically want to do it. Um, also, you need a health certificate and some letters of recommendation. And uh, you fill out this fun placement preference form, kind of like JET, I think, mm -hmm. um, where you list up to three universities uh, or grad programs that you would be okay ending up at. And then the government, if you get the scholarship, then the government picks one for you. One of the three. Did you get so, the first choice? No, I got oh, my second choice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. As long as you make sure that all three you're okay mm -hmm. with, then you can't lose. Um, what was your first choice then? It was Waseda. Okay, <laughs> Waseda in Tokyo. In, in Tokyo. Yeah, uh -huh. and then second was Nagoya, and then third was Ritsumeikan in uh, Kyoto. I see. Okay, cool. That's kind of yeah. typical jet, how Jack placement goes too. Like if you pick Osaka or Tokyo, like yeah, that's some less jazz, right? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that happened with me on Jet where I chose Tokyo, then Osaka, and then Sapporo, and I got Sapporo. But, oh, I thought yeah, it was your that... first choice. <laughs> no, it was my third choice. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, honestly, I ended up really liking it. I'm sure I would have had a great experience in a lot of areas of Japan, but yeah. I was happy that I got Sapporo in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tokyo and Osaka are kind of pie in the sky, but like I, I also yeah. really had a, a great experience in Nagoya, which is funny because everyone like bags on Nagoya being boring, but like I really liked it. <laughs> so I think it's um, a cool city, right? Like Yeah, according to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a, a planetarium. The planetarium's mm. super cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it is cool. Like Nagoya's cool. Mm. And you get like a free breakfast. Is that right? When you order a cup of coffee, like you get a whole thing or something? Yeah. A kisate? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the, the morning set. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah, you 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 order a cup of coffee and then you get like eggs, toast, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's all um, included. What I hear, well, yeah, it's the... like a additional, like a bonus for getting a cup of coffee. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, you get uh, okra toast, which is uh, mm. red bean paste, like uh, with butter a on like, this mm. real thick mm. toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Is that specific to Aichiken then? It is. It's I think it's a specialty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. I only got to it like my second to last day in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like checking off my specialties of Aichi list, and I was like, oh yeah, the toast. That's Minetta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, yes. <laughs> also, um, you email professors before, b ideally before you even get the scholarship. 
So you Mm. kind of have to reach out to professors who are in those grad programs that you put down on your uh, preference list to ask them whether they would be open to being your advisor if if you get the scholarship in like a year. (laughs) Which sounds crazy, but Mm -hmm. um, they kind of know what's up. They know what the next process is and everything. So all of my Mm -hmm. responses have been really nice and understanding and like, Either either I got a question about like mm. my thesis, like what what topic I want to do, and then maybe they'll um, accept me, or I just got an outright yes. So it's it's not as intimidating as it sounds. Mm. Um, and then you gather some letters of acceptance from those universities. So okay. for your international program, what's your advisor like English speaking person? Yes. Yeah. Um, He was a Japanese native professor who also spoke English because Mm. he uh, studied in the U.S. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of intimidating if they don't. But if you picked English program, then that'd be easier, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. uh, I sent my emails in English, I believe. Maybe Mm -hmm. both. (laughs) <laughs> just mm. for good measure but um yeah you can definitely email in english if you're applying to an english-speaking program nice yeah and then if you they invite you <laughs> if you pass the preliminary screening of your application then you get invited to do an interview at the consulate or the embassy um and then you also take an english and japanese test while you're there also which is kind of yeah (laughs) which is kind of just to assess your ability in general it's not really something you have to pass or do spectacularly well on it's just for them to know what your Mm. skills are so you only take it once you don't take it like in the beginning and then at the end no just once yeah okay how how was the japanese test like was it like a jlpt test i think it it did kind of remind me of the JLPT. Um, mm-hmm. There was no listening portion. It was mm-hmm. just grammar and reading and um, vocabulary. Uh, I found it to be pretty okay. It it didn't um, leave any horrifying impressions on me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing to worry about. Um, although if you do really well on it, then uh, it's, it's definitely a point in your favor, but you don't have to uh, blow it out of the water or anything. Right. Um, yeah. And then if you get the scholarship, then you apply to the grad program that they place you at separately, which has its own rules. So whatever they need you to do for that application process, it could be uh, a Skype interview or uh, some kind of entrance exam or assessment, uh, mm. maybe more in STEM programs, because I certainly didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything they want you to do, you do it. Um And then the whole process from beginning to end takes about a year to a year and a half. That's it. Uh, (laughs) That's including like uh, writing up your research plan and stuff. Yeah. Well, Mm. if you if you start really early, then it might be even longer than that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you start in like, you know, a a few months before the application Mm. deadline, then it's going to be about a year and a half. Would you say a few months would be enough to prepare yeah, if if you're used to writing academic stuff in mm-hmm. college and everything, then uh, a few months should be enough time. I I think I started like maybe two months before the deadline. Mm. Okay, 
But wow, but a year and a half, I mean, that's a long time to wait for yes. something that might not happen. So correct. Yes, yeah, yeah, I guess you just kind of have to hope and yeah, cross your fingers. Don't bank on it too. Oh yes. I guess, oh, right. And yeah. yeah, in the interview they asked all of us if we had a plan B, like what is your plan B mm. if you don't get this? Because mm. I think they were hoping we had one. <laughs> yeah. 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 One like, spot. please have a plan one B. Spot. <laughs> yeah. Please God. Yeah. Yeah. Um what were you doing at the time while you were working on this application process? I was a junior in college. Okay. And then and then a senior in college. <laughs> and then when mm. I graduated from undergrad uh, after that summer, I went to Japan. That worked oh, out nice. perfectly then. It did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But I know plenty of people who do it like while working jobs or doing other things. So yeah. Um as long as you have the time, then you know, it's it's definitely worth a shot. Yeah, what when's the due or when's the I guess when's the due for application, say next year or wait, I, next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is in the spring. I wanna mm. say sometime in May, but don't take my word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that up. We're not responsible um, for these. <laughs> <laughs> we're not responsible in general. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's in the spring. So yeah, if you start now you might get a chance, right? You, oh, you yeah, might you've have got plenty of time to... if you start now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were saying, too, like, you can be, you can do an undergrad program or a graduate program. Yeah. Um, but you, do you need an undergrad degree to apply? I forget now. Um, Not if you're doing undergraduate for Mext. Uh-huh. I, I knew some people who were doing undergrad, Um. Yeah, you just come from high school. That's a whole other process that I'm mm-hmm. definitely not an expert on. Um, okay, but yeah, that's that's definitely out there too. But that'd be yeah, that seems like a cool program if you're wanting to study in Japan. And for instance, if you're in the U.S. and it's crazy expensive to go to college, then that would be yes. a cool option if you were able to get into the program. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, dodge some debt. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yes. Yeah, the first thing that people usually recommend for, uh, in, you know, English speakers who want to go to Japan and live there for a while, it's like the Jap program, which is a really good program. But um, if you don't feel like teaching English to kids, then this is really great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. you ended up um, teaching Odisha English, though, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. And you want to know what? I'm still friends with those Ojisan, <laughs> even after oh, they really? moved to the U.S. Yeah, they're they're in the U.S. with me. I got them online. I got them on Instagram. Oh, and nice. I, absolutely, we're best friends. Are any of them in I know Florida? Their families? <laughs> no, they're they're all in New Jersey. No, not New Jersey. New, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, okay. interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was yeah. there for a bit. Yeah, Charlotte? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, Charlotte. Okay. Oh. Yeah, or somewhere around Charlotte. I Maybe believe. you cross yeah. paths, can I? Yeah, probably. Those are just from Toyota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, say Emily said hi. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I guess to wrap up, do you have any tips or messages for the audience who may be interested in like applying for this Mex scholarships uh, program in the future? Yeah. Maybe like in twenty twenty two. 
<laughs> three, four, five, who yeah. knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like I said before, my biggest tip is just keep trying, even if you don't get the scholarship the first time, but you still really want it. It's, it's definitely worth uh, giving it another shot um, because mm-hmm. the competition really varies widely from year to mm-hmm. year. And depending on your location and who's applying each year, you could definitely get luckier next time. So keep at it if you still want it. Um, it's definitely worth it. And also, I think on a personal note that the real accomplishment in this whole next situation process of applying is just showing up and trying at all. Um, since it's such a, a long paperwork heavy bureaucratic application process um, that can be kind of intimidating if you're not used to um, writing a lot of academic text or mm-hmm. uh, putting yourself out there in this way. Um, you know, you just deserve a lot of credit. Despite success not being guaranteed, you're still doing it anyway. So that's what I tell my friends who are applying for it. Um mm. I know several people who uh, didn't get it the first time and are going to try again. So you're definitely in good company if if that's you. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, free <laughs> master's degree that you, oh, ha- yeah. you got to work on, mm. like, keep working. Free money, man. Yeah. yeah. You should yeah. keep trying. Yeah. Got to get that yen. Today, we talked about the max scholarship. Um And you can find Emily's article about the scholarship on tofugu.com. And then you can find all the details um, she had to say about the program. So please check it out for like tips and insights coming from Emily, who recently finished the program. And thank you for being on this episode, Emily. Thank you for having me, Kanai. (laughs) Yeah, maybe let's do some other episodes in the future. If I have anything Definitely. else to say, yeah. sure. you probably will, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you know if I think of something. <laughs> yeah, maybe on one of your future articles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, I'll keep writing. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Then see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Bye.